game is done. David, you are my favorite Dodger insider. Time for Dodger talk. If you ready for the brand new thing, let me hear you. We break down all the action and give you your chance to react. David Vassay is going to join us. LA's favorite son. 866-987-2570. We are rolling, boys, rolling. It's time for Dodgers baseball. All right. Dodger Nation. Dodger Talk is brought to you by Chef Marito. Seasoning partner of the Dodgers. By Navian Tankless Water Heaters. For endless hot water, visit tanklessmadesimple.com. And by Chevrolet. Buy new roads. And now your host for Dodger Talk. David Vesey. We are live at Dodger Stadium where the Padres take game one of this three-game weekend series by a final score of 7-1. to one. Welcome to Dodger Talk. Hope your Labor Day weekend is off to a good start for the Dodgers. They have lost three in a row for the first time since June, the beginning of June, when they were swept in San Francisco by the Giants, and from there they took off. In between these three-game losing streaks that the Dodgers have had, they have been 53 and 15, not too bad, and they still have baseball's best record at 90 and 41. They have the most wins since the All-Star break, so cut them some slack here, right? <laughs> they've been uh, they've been trying to uh, keep the foot on the pedal. Um, they're not trying to give away games, but the fact is, they had a very long East Coast road trip, four games in Miami. Didn't get to their hotel in New York until about 4 or 5 in the morning. By the time you go to sleep and then you have to wake up again, there's really not much time going on. And it was a quick turnaround in New York. And then they uh, landed in L.A. around 12.30 this morning. So um, they're allowed to have a game like this. And the Do- the Dodgers, uh, I wouldn't say they're not playing for anything. They certainly are. But the Padres have a little bit more urgency to win ball games, considering how far they're out in the NL West. That's over for them. All they have is trying to keep their wild card position and maybe improve it. And they did that tonight with the win. The Padres now are a half game ahead of the Phillies for the second wild card spot in the National League. The Padres are 74 and 59, while the Phillies are 73 and 59. The Brewers right now are on the outside looking in on the playoff picture. They're three and a half games back of the final wild card spot in the National League. 866-987-2570 is the phone number. You Darvish, look like you Darvish tonight. Seven scoreless innings, nine strikeouts, including striking out Cody Bellinger in the fifth inning for his 3,000th career professional strikeout. That's including his time in the Japanese League and here in Major League Baseball combined. So professionally, 3,000 strikeouts for you, Darvish, and that's an impressive accomplishment. We know he's a really good regular season pitcher, don't we? 866-987-2570. On the flip side for the Dodgers, Dustin May, his third start since coming back from Tommy John surgery. And look, we have told you that he never had any major setback when it came to his rehab from Tommy John surgery. But what we have seen in the last two starts is indicative of what other pitchers have said that have gone through Tommy John surgery for the first time and have come back. Yes, they're on the mound. Yes, they have velocity. Yes, they have movement. 
but they feel like it's still a big challenge to get command. And tonight we saw that. Dustin May did not have command of his pitches. I think the best way to describe Dustin May tonight was erratic. And I feel like you could describe his previous start the same way because in his last start against the Marlins and then again tonight, only 60% of his pitches were strikes. He was all over the place. And I know he was uh, emotional after Juan Soto got ball four in the uh third inning before Manny Machado hit that two-run home run Um, but you've got to find a way to shake it off and I think he did he just made a bad pitch to Machado and he knew it as soon as he released it the fastball that was in the big part of the plate it was it was like in the cartoons when you see a dog see a big piece of steak and they just follow it Manny Machado's eyes just popped out of his head and he didn't miss it. And Manny Machado's having an MVP-type season. I would say the top two candidates in the National League for MVP are Paul Goldschmidt and Manny Machado. You can't make a mistake like that to Machado, who hit his 25th home run of the year off of May in the third inning. And then for good measure, with two outs in the third inning, Brandon Drury hit his 25th home run as well off of Dustin May. So uh, a rough night for Dustin May, but I think we all are a little spoiled in a lot of different ways because he came back did not have a major setback he came back in his first game and wowed everybody here at Dodger Stadium but these are the bumps in the road that pitchers have that are pitching in the major leagues after Tommy John surgery they have to find a way to get feel for their pitches command for their pitches and that's the positive of Dustin May coming back when he did on that last road trip because or on the last homestand because it gives him a little bit of time here between now and the postseason to try to get that command and try to get that feel speaking of dustin may let's head downstairs to the dodger clubhouse dustin was talking to the media moments ago uh just bad all around uh couldn't throw strikes and looking out to first couple of starts coming back good this one are you still feeling healthy everything right yeah everything's right i just like I said, I couldn't do strikes. Yeah, I mean, everything was normal. It just wasn't over the plate. The, the two sinkers, the jury and Machado, that they hit out, they looked like they were just right the plate, didn't move as much to the right, I guess, and on them as, as your pitches normally do. What was going on? No, they did. And they just guessed right. In your bullpen prior to the game, how were you feeling? Was the ball going where you wanted it? Yeah, everything was normal before. Just didn't execute. You have to sort of be patient. It's only your third start back. There's going to be some bumps in the road. How do you sort of keep that perspective? Just keep moving forward. There's nothing else you can do. What was uh, with the command for some of you guys? A lot of hit by pitches. You as well. You dog Is that anything that you've noticed? Is it the heat? Anything going on there? No, just didn't come out of the hand right. Can you take some confidence from being able to bounce back from that third inning, pitching in the sixth? I mean, it was just, yeah, I mean, I went deeper in the outing, but I mean, it still sucked, so. All right, yeah, Dustin May not happy with his outing tonight, and you got to love that competitive fire. I mean, like I said, the Dodgers are not playing for nothing. There are guys on this team that have a lot to prove and to secure 
a spot on the postseason roster. And certainly Dustin May is unique because he's trying to get ready for October after a long layoff of coming back from Tommy John's surgery. Padres beat the Dodgers tonight 7-1. to It was the first time the Dodgers had lost a game by more than five runs in 228 regular season games. And we mentioned it during the clubhouse show. The last time a team beat the Dodgers by more than five runs was the Texas Rangers here at Dodger Stadium last June the 12th, and they beat the Dodgers 12-1. to 866-987-2570 is the phone number. Coming up in our next segment, you'll hear from Danny Duffy. I know you've been talking and asking about Danny Duffy. You'll finally get to hear the full conversation with Danny Duffy. But first, we want to check in with our man, Jose Moda, who is out here at Dodger Stadium. And, Jose, you heard what Dustin May had to say. You heard the frustration in his voice, and you saw the frustration on the mound tonight. Is this just part of the process from coming back from Tommy John's surgery. Yes, you are very accurate with that. Um, you know, through the years, I've had conversations with so many guys that have bounced back from this, and there are starts where Dave they have defined to me that they had no idea where the ball was going. It did not mean that they were hurting. It's just part of the process. And you look at Dustin May and how good he had been all you know his first couple of starts. Uh, but, you know, he seemed out of sync. He was not missing by a whole lot to begin with, but it's, it, something was missing in terms of just having everything together from the landing spot to the release point to the follow-through. Um, even though you did see velocity, too, something that people need to understand that there's also that late life in the fastball that just didn't seem to be there today. And you can see a lot sometimes and notice that with foul balls. You know, a lot of guys just saying, I just missed that pitch. How did I miss that pitch? Um, or it's some fastball carry. So, you know, it was one of those times, Dave, when the hitters let you know exactly where your stuff was or is, and tonight you saw that the stuff was not there. Is it fair to say that he was able to get away with more against a weaker hitting Marlins team than he was against a very good lineup tonight? Um, yes and no. Yes, because obviously you go ahead and, and see a Marlins team that's young and they're out there hacking and you know spreading the zone a little bit more. Uh, the Padres have been playing better baseball the last couple of series, and they have experienced hitters. They're going to make you work. I mean, Profile leadoff, even though his numbers are not popping out, he does have a 340 on base. Soto has on base potential. Machado's been red hot. Machado, remember, Machado had that ankle injury and hit only 202 in July since his left ankle got healthy. He had 342 in August, so he is on. Um, but, you know, back to Dustin May, I did think that there's a couple of pitches that if he had it for a strike, things could have turned around very quickly. But on a consistent basis, it seems like he was missing on one side or the other side of the plate and just was not able to get into rhythm. But the pitchers, you know, the, the pitchers know that a lot of times like, the way guys take pitches are letting you know also how they're seeing the ball out of your hand. And uh, today was one of those nights. Jose, what did you think about the umpires issuing warnings in the sixth inning after three hitters were uh, hit by pitches that were not really fastballs? Uh, Chris Taylor hit, Will Smith hit, and Brandon Drury hit by a curveball from Dustin May. What did you think about the issues being, or the benches being warned? You know, in the process and the way it should be handled, I think it's the right thing to do because what you don't want to see is somebody come out of the loop and say, I'm going to be play a hero right now, and I'm going to plunk somebody just for the heck of it. So once that's issued, everybody notices, guys on the bench notice, guys in the bullpen are well aware. Um, and even though they are with breaking balls, it doesn't take – it only takes one guy to go out there and, you know, 
and get things out of control. And mostly, you know that at this point of the season, you cannot afford, you cannot afford to have any of your players. The Potters playing for a lot. The Dodgers playing for a lot too. So I do agree with the umpires on, you know, you see them many times where you think, well, it was only breaking balls. Why did they do it? Obviously there's no intent, but once a couple of guys get hit, it's the best thing to do just to make sure things stay on the same. Jose Moda is joining us after the Dodgers fall to the Padres 7-1 to in game one of this three-game series. Trey Turner got his first night off. Not even a pinch hit <laughs> appearance tonight, Jose. First game all season long that Trey Turner did not start in or play in. On the road trip, he only hit 231 with no extra base hits. Maybe it was uh, Maybe it was time to get a breather. It was time to give him a breather. I'm laughing because I know you've had this conversation with him and he thought it was a benching. Come on. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> no, I mean, he is such a gamer and, and so intense of a player, but you can see where things are going to a little out of, out of whack uh, with his swing, with his approach, sometimes rushing. And, um, you know, you may not think that you're tired, but there's a lot of miles. There's a lot of pitches you've seen. This guy hits a lot of ground balls. He gets a lot of infield hits, uh, plays a very demanding position. There's long throws or short throws as you know, quick twitch with the body, and uh, it's 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 around this time now. You know, the travel situation coming back. You know, from the east and uh, the schedule and all that. Um, I do admire that these guys want to be out there every single day. But you, as a manager, as an organization, you have to read bodies, read the room, and know that when somebody, it's time to just go out there and say, hey, you know what? Show up at 6 p.m. today if you want, and you'll be just fine because we need you for another month. All right, Jose, before I let you go, can't let you go without celebrating your dad, your papa, Manny Mota. Oh, on nice. this day in 1979, Manny Mota, the greatest pinch hitter of all time, set the major league record for the most career pinch hits against the Chicago Cubs right here at Dodger Stadium. Uh, I know you were old enough to kind of remember that. Do you remember that day? Of course, it was one of the most nerve-wracking days uh, in the history of my life. <laughs> your life? What I about mean, your dad's life? <laughs> oh, my dad was my dad was tranquilo, man. He could he was chilling out. Um, but it seems like the whole entire family section is staring at the motor section at the motor row. Um, the Dodgers were leaving town that day, and I remember my dad throughout the whole hometown saying, "I really want to do it in front of the home fans. These Dodger fans deserve it." I really asked God and I prayed that I get a chance to do it. And they were leaving town that day, and we're like, oh, my God, is, is the opportunity going to come around? And, and before I know it, Mr. McLaughlin delivered the pitch. Mackle jumped up, couldn't catch it on a, on a, on a day game, getaway day. And, um, wow, what a beautiful moment because I know how much time, how much effort my dad put into this, how many people back home were waiting for this all over Latin America. Um, even Jaime Harin was one to make this call. Vince Skelly wanted to make this call. And obviously, we all wanted to see it and um, not tap it on the road. So it was pretty special. Um, it was a you know delightful uh, Manny Moto little bloop right behind second base, uh, huh. spoiling a pitch here and there. <laughs> but uh, Dave, thanks for bringing that up. It was a very special day for us. September 2nd, 1979, Manny Moto became the greatest pinch hitter of all time. He had a lifetime batting average of 304, and he even has a hype video now in 2022. Jose, thanks a lot for the time. Thanks for sharing the memories of that special day for Dodger fans and for the Moda family, and we'll see you out here tomorrow night. Okay, David, it's time to uh, play better baseball, too. Time to get back in the winning column.
All right. Love it, Jose. Thanks a lot for the phone call. That's right. The Dodgers have lost three in a row for the first time since June the 12th. 866-987-2570. Coming up in about five minutes, you'll hear from Danny Duffy. But first, let's go out to the phones. Let's go out to Daniel in Los Angeles. You're on Dodger Talk with David Vasse. Hi, Daniel. Hey, David. Good night. Um, Good night. I now. see the Toronto Blue Jays. They are um, in the running for the wild card right now. And so I don't know if you um, know specifically and if you are allowed to name names, but my concern is, is um, you know, if there's any unvaccinated players on the team, they're not are allowed you, to travel Are you to thinking Canada. about a Dodgers Blue Jays World Series already, Daniel? Don't even worry about I, it. It's going to be a rematch <laughs> Dodgers Astros. So don't even worry about it. I know. And there but is nobody is the, un, not vaccinated on the Dodgers, if that's what you're trying to get at. Don't even worry about it. Thank you for the phone call. Let's go out to Bill. Bill, you're on Dodger Talk. Hey. How you doing, Bill? You want to ask any medical questions that I don't have answers for? <laughs> not at all, sir. But I just want to say I'm glad you're back on the men, man. I'm glad hey, you're off the you. I.L. and back and back with us, man. Thank and you. I'm, we're getting this losing streak out of the way now, you know. Knock us down a peg or something so we know we're, we're 49 games over 500. I mean, the three games, I'm not really worried about it. We're 14 games to clinch the, the West, and I am not worried about it at all. I, I know we're going to take the next, what, How eight, many? Or eight games against the Padres? Okay. Yeah, well, they've <laughs> we dominated the Padres left, so. this year. That's This is the only the third time the Padres have beaten the Dodgers this season, and the Dodgers certainly have uh, have owned San Diego the last couple of years. So, uh, look, you Darvish was on his game tonight, and Dustin May is coming back from Tommy John's surgery, and he faced a really good lineup, and they took advantage of his lack of command. So, look. Uh, this game has no bearing on what could happen in October, and I love your perspective, Bill. Thanks a lot for the phone call. 866-987-2570 is the phone number. We're going to take a time out here on Dodger Talk and do something we don't normally do, but uh, have an interview for you on post-game Dodger Talk from a man that many of you have been calling in and asking about. Can Danny Duffy help? Is Danny Duffy healthy? Where is Danny Duffy? We're going to answer all those questions next because Danny Duffy is going to join us from Texas, Round Rock, Texas. Dodgers fall to the Padres tonight, 7-1 on AM570 LA Sports. AM570. Dodger Talk is available on AM570LASports.com and on the iHeartRadio app. Back to more Dodger Talk with Dodger insider David Vassay. This is Dodger Talk, David Vassay, live at Dodger Stadium, where the Dodgers fell to the Padres tonight by a final score of 7-1. Hugh Darvish was seven scoreless innings tonight, had nine strikeouts. Dustin May, erratic, gave up six earned runs in just five-plus innings, including home runs to Manny Machado and Brandon Drury. Speaking of home runs, the Daniels Jewelers home run forecast would like to congratulate Deborah Shimoto of La Cunada. Deborah receives a $50 Daniels Jewelers gift card for playing. For your chance to win a $50 gift card, go to am570lasports.com slash home run. All right, let's close out the show tonight with my man, Danny Duffy. You have talked about him, but now you will hear the full conversation 
with a World Series champion that is trying to come back and help the Dodgers in some way to win a championship in 2022. Well, I have told you he's alive and well, and now I am going to prove it to you. One of the greatest guys you will ever meet and a really good pitcher and a World Series champion has been grinding to try to find his way back to fit into this 2022 Dodger equation. And he has pitched twice already now in the last week, last night at Round Rock for Oklahoma City. All Danny Duffy did was strike out the side in order in Round Rock, and he joins us right now from Texas, our guy, the king of Lompoc, the king of the 805, the best left-hander they have ever seen north of Camarillo, the one and only Danny Duffy. Duffy, prove to the people you're alive. <laughs> I'm alive, man. I'm, I'm here, and I'm uh, I'm ready to go. So uh, uh, that was quite the introduction, man. I appreciate that. You know, the, uh, the <laughs> there's a guy named John Herb who's actually on uh, on our training staff who's from Camarillo, and he uh, he, he's that kind of lefty, too. And when you said Camarillo, I knew exactly who you were talking about. Damn right. John Herb, warning track power, Duffy. He's got nothing on you. <laughs> he's a stud, man. <laughs> Duffy, this has been a long road for you. I mean, you've accomplished a lot in your career. There's nothing else for you to prove. What has been the motivation for you to try to find your way back? You know what, man? I, I I appreciate you saying that. I still I still got a long way to go. You know, I've um, I've been around for a while, but I feel like there's still a lot more to get done in this game for me. And you know, I think uh, just the incentive um, really speaks for itself. I mean, the opportunity to play for the Dodgers, you know, kind of a second chance. Um, I was really really bummed out when I didn't get the chance to last year, and uh, you know, we exhausted every option. And we went until we couldn't. But, um, you know, I feel like I kind of got a new lease. And hopefully, uh, you know, somehow, some way I'll be able to help out. I don't even know what that looks like. But I think, uh, you know, even if it's, you know, if I could just, you know, save some of the bullpen arms down the stretch, I think that would be cool. But right now it's taking it one day at a time. And, you know, that's how I have to do it. I mean, it's been, it's been 14 months since I was pitched in a major league game. So I'm really just one day at a time in it right now. I've noticed that you did pitch twice. You pitched once at Rancho Cucamonga. You started the game one inning last night, one inning for Oklahoma City. So is it going to grow from that, or do you feel like down the stretch here that's what the Dodgers are looking for, just an inning or two from Danny Duffy if you get that opportunity? You know, that's what I've been told, that uh, it's going to be, you know, one-to-one plus, maybe multiple sometimes, but – you know, it's still kind of early in our progression with regards to being active. Um, it was weird, man, because I had my surgery and then I was a free agent and then the strike happened. Um, we weren't going to go to physical therapy until maybe early January. And then when early January rolled around, we couldn't talk to anybody. So it's been kind of an obscure rehab from the surgery. But, um, you know, I feel like we're progressing a lot better than I thought we would be at this point. So, you know, I was dealing with, you know, some bounce back issues. I wasn't bouncing back the way I wanted to. And, you know, I'm still not quite bouncing back the way I want to, but the day that I pitch, you know, it's, it's not, it's, it's not painful. So, you know, it's, it's, it's trending in the right direction. I feel strong when I'm out on the mound, you know, under the lights, that helps a lot too. Um, adrenaline is a hell of a drug, man. So, yeah. 
It's good. We're, we're in a good spot, all things considered, and I feel like I can help. How you feeling today, Duffy, the day after pitching? <laughs> well, as I've gotten into my 30s, I'm more of a second-day guy when it comes to soreness. <laughs> so we'll see, we'll, see tomorrow. we'll see tomorrow. But today I think I've, I feel a lot better today than I did at this point after my last outing. So it's, it's good, man. You know, it's, it's good stuff. And we got a group of really good guys here, a group of young guys who keep it light. And, uh, you know, they keep us old dudes young. And, um, you know, I, I think I think we're really, you know, I thank God, I really think we're trending in the right direction. Danny Duffy is our guest. He is in Round Rock, Texas with the Oklahoma City Dodgers. Duffy, I know you've been focusing on your rehab, but have you been watching the Dodgers in their record-setting season? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Man, I mean, you know, we got two- to three-hour days in Arizona, and that's how it was for the last six months. So as soon as I get home, I check check what time we're playing and uh you know i'm locked in the entire time so it's 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 been incredible to watch you just fully expect them to score 10 runs and give up zero every day <laughs> and yeah it's just it's quite the team to play for man and i haven't even I haven't even been there this year so you know it's it's dude it's it's super exciting and just to be even just a microscopic version uh uh microscopic portion of this of this puzzle you know I'm, I'm all in for it how about tyler anderson duffy can you figure out how he's turned around his career this season man i mean the, the guy's just going out and and telling the rubber every fifth day and posting and just i mean that change up is filthy that, that change in um you know arm slots is disgusting he's throwing all his pitches from both of those slots and you know that change up just has a parachute on it so He's uh he's 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 been super impressive, man. And Tony Tickets is another guy, bro. Yeah. I mean, golly, I'm so happy for that guy. He he's he was one of my favorites when I got over there last year. And he, you know, everyone was super welcoming. I was super nervous. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'd never been on a different team, and you know, they were all welcomed me with open arms. But Tony, Tony and I really clicked, and I really I really appreciate you know who that guy is and to see him excel the way he has really really brings a smile to my face that split fingered fastball i mean or change up everybody's telling me it's a split change is that the money pitch for tony ticket as you called him <laughs> whatever whatever it is whatever you want to call it thanks filthy so he uh he's he's been fun to watch this year man i um like i said super pumped for him and you know, I uh, I hope he's I hope he's healing up well. And um, you know, I I haven't talked to him. I've just you know tried to leave the boys alone and not mess with the juju out there. But um, he's you know I, I I truly I hope he's I hope he's good because we need him down the stretch. Hey Duffy, before I let you go, since you're with the Oklahoma City Dodgers, have you crossed paths with Blake Trinan? I know he's he's a ship passing in the night coming back to L.A. tomorrow. But have you have you seen Trinan around? Dude, I missed him by six hours. I was hoping I'd get to see him, but he flew out um, like six hours before I got here. Wow. When you flew out to Round Rock, Texas, or Austin, Texas, did Andrew Friedman take care of your, your Southwest flight? Did he get you A group, or did he just put you uh, in general uh, boarding? Oh, man. Look, the Dodgers have taken care of everything, man. It's 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 incredible. You know, the um, it's very, very big league and these guys, these guys care a lot. And, you know, I, 
I've been fortunate to play for two organizations that are just, you know, top notch and they, they really, uh, yeah, man, they've taken care of me. I'm, I'm sitting pretty. We got our, uh, I have a, uh, 130 pound Malamute and a nine pound, uh, like terrier mix. So they're comedy together and our nine pound terrier mix is right along with us too on the, on American airlines. So it's been fun. <laughs> that is awesome. All right, Duffy, I promise you make a promise to me that you'll be at Dodger Stadium this year, and I'll make a promise with you that I'll run some steps with you at Dodger Stadium when you're there and you're active and you're back. <laughs> I'm gonna hold you. I'm gonna hold you to that, but I promise I can't make. I can't put the carriage before the horse. That's been my. That's been my Achilles heel in the past. But I tell you what, I can promise you that I'm gonna do everything I can to help the team and get back. All right, we all look forward to that, and like uh, like you said, you got to stay in the moment. That was Rich Hill's motto, and I love that Duffy is living Rich Hill's motto, staying in the moment. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's how you got to do it, man. All right, Duffy. Thanks a lot for the time, and I'm glad we could share you with the people of Los Angeles because uh, they've been asking about you, so I wanted to prove that, hey, this is real. <laughs> I, I am here. I am I am. Uh, I am. Getting, getting on my way back, and we're climbing that mountain. All right. Be safe out there, Duffy. We'll see you soon. Thank you, bro. Thank you for taking the time. I appreciate it. All right. There he is, Danny Duffy. See, I told you he was alive, and he is trying to come back to help the Dodgers in some way, somehow, by the end of the regular season. In case you missed that full conversation, you could podcast it on the iHeartRadio app. Also, that's where you can find our pregame conversation with Julio Urias, exclusive in English. The first time Julio has ever done an interview with me in English. That's right. No interpreter needed. Julio shined earlier today, and you could find that as well on the iHeartRadio app. Speaking of Julio, Julio Urias will be on the mound tomorrow night at Dodger Stadium. He's 14-7 with an ERA of 232, going up against Sean Manaya of the Padres, who is 7-7 with an ERA of 490. Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck begins at 5 o'clock, first pitch at 6-10. That'll do it for us tonight from Dodger Stadium. Thanks to Colin Yee back at our Burbank Studios. Thanks to Dwayne McDonald out here at Dodger Stadium. And thanks to you for listening. Once again, the final score, the Padres defeat the Dodgers 7-1. Have a great night. See ya. From the side.